bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for Bring Them Out with your hosts, Joel Richardson and Alan Hill. Hey, this is uh, Joel Richardson, Soul Joel, for uh, Bring Them Out. This is uh, another episode with uh, a co-host, Alan Hill, and it's a special episode because one of the first guys I started in comedy with on Staten Island, in Staten Island? In, I say on. You say on. I say on. Yeah. John yeah. Zaluga. John Zaluga. Right. It's, always, it's always a debate, man. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you say? What do you go with? I say, on? I say on. I say on. Yeah. yeah. On, on the island. You're on an island. On yeah. The island. Yeah. 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 I think you're so. In a yeah. tunnel. Because it's also oh. like, and then you, you, you get off the island. Right. Too. right. <laughs> I got yeah. off. I got yeah. on, then I got off. You get off. You want to get off. Yeah. Are you on? I'm not on. I'm off. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We're off to the races, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm in Jersey now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's the progression. That's Brooklyn, the most Staten Island thing Staten Island. you can it's do. The, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the, yeah. And then after that, it's it's Pennsylvania or Florida, right? Right. That's right. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the PA for me. I'm not a Florida guy. Oh, you're going to come over? I think I would come out this way. Oh, All right. Yeah, that's what my grandparents did. They were at like they were near uh, Holly, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, up in the Poconos. Yeah, oh, is that yeah. is that your grandfather with the old box, the box, the box of no. the movies? No, no, that no. Was other this side. grandpa had. I never found this grandfather's porn. Just the other. Okay, the well, other one. yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was one of his first jokes because we were at like yeah, the first geez. open mic together. You know, seventeen years ago. The, the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We talked about it on the uh, last podcast. Yeah, we just podcast. talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because how yeah. <clears throat> I'm a maniac and how you texted me. And I was like, so, uh, do you want to open for Ben Bailey? You're like, sure, but that's not why I reached out. <laughs> yeah. like, do you want to do a live podcast? Yeah, again. Yeah, I'll but- do that, but that's not why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This was great tonight. Was what awesome. do you think, just, man? Just Unbelievable. Open. So great. The venue was fantastic. I can't, I mean, I sent my, I had to send my wife, like, just a video. You know what I mean? I was yeah, like, yeah. look at the size of this place. Yeah. Very cool. Because the crowd was fantastic. We've done some crap gigs together. So, uh, yeah, we have. Ah, you, you yes, we have. Ones like tonight, Here we huh? are. Yeah. <laughs> but even those, I mean, the crap gigs were good. It's what we were supposed to be doing. Then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, to, get, to get good, to get like a yeah. ninja. You were saying, you, so you, we met at, was it at the Village Lantern? That at we met? the Village Lantern. And then we met back at, yeah, yeah. And then back again on, yeah. on Staten Island. Yeah. Somewhere. Somewhere. Martini Red. Probably. Doing the mics together. Yeah. I told him about the open stage, open mics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Joel was great. He used to do this show at a place called Dugout Pub on okay. Staten Island. Not to and brag. My <laughs> my apartment was like two blocks away. So that was always like the best call when Perfect, Joel was yeah. like, hey, I got this other thing. Can you host for me? And it was always like, you. I'll say this about you too. Like Joel always took care of of the comics. It was one of those things like you were going to get fed, you were going to get paid. And at that time it was... Yeah, just to get a meal yeah. was great. And, and then, like, get drunk. And, well, yes, I could stumble home. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. You didn't have to worry Perfect. about it. Yeah. Yeah, that was the best. Those gigs were great. And then I, t- I told uh, them about the story about Nate Bargatze and, uh, and uh, Pat O'Shea. Pat O'Shea. And the four of us riding in the car together when, the, when my company was fitting, you know, the, footing the bill. The best. Did you tell them about the actual show? Because when we got there... So the, f- the, f- the show's a little uh, hazy to me. I, right. I didn't tell that, sto- you that might part of remember, the story. Well, I got... There was a guy there, and I was kind of told not to mess with the guy because they were like, last time he went home, came back with a shotgun, and shot a hole in the in the <laughs> yep. ceiling. I did not tell this part of the story. 
I don't even know if anybody told me this part of the story. And don't don't tell Joel. He might go. This was not discussed. Yeah, no, and I remember just going like, Yikes. And he's here? Like, yeah. The crazy thing was like, yeah. Oh, that's just Phil being Phil. That guy and that guy came up to us after, yeah. Because I'm at the table with Nate and Pat and you, and he comes over and he goes, "You boys all suck tonight." I remember that's what he said, and then he went, "Let me buy you a drink," and he bought us around. That's that's that, yeah. talk about talk about different areas. That's the most Pennsylvania thing that'll ever happen, dude. You're like suck. this crowd stinks, and they're the first one to buy you around. Totally, you will never go yeah. in your pocket. They might be animals, but they're kind. Yes, yes, that oh, was. Great. That was a tough show, but at the same time, uh, Nate, man, Nate had a good night. Monster. Nate, like, watching, it was like, I, yeah, I, I, he was incredible. Yeah. And the car ride home was, yeah, car, was the best. best. That was the best. That was, that was when Nate was still drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember him yeah, just chewing tobacco on the back, too. That was the other thing. Oh, the best. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. Really country. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Very cool. So you told that story already? Uh, but not this? not that part. I, I had a much different like just that. With the car. The well, radio, Pat, the, well, Pat yeah. O'Shea. Yeah, the radio and and uh, yeah yeah Kate Kate um, ninety two three K Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Soder surprising us all. <laughs> DJ so funny. I just I'm being like drunk in the back too. It was like so surreal when the guy in the radio is talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane, man. That's yeah. wild. The and, then, and then now watching nice. Nate on like countless specials and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's I mean, well so, deserved. I mean, he's yeah. one of the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Very you cool. hung in there, and you you uh, started. Uh, I mean, you got hired, and now this is now the sixth season that you were with in Practical Jokers. So uh, you guys just wrapped yeah. season ten. I started on season five. So, oh, season five. Okay. Yeah. So five, six, seven, eight, six. nine. Six seasons. Easy, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah, six seasons, seven years. Because season nine was like the never-ending season. Oh. COVID hit or something. It was. We we were shooting it, and then COVID hit. And we shut down, and we had to figure out. We had to reinvent the show. Mm-hmm. Came back, did like another third of it, and then uh, Joe Gatto left the show. Okay. Kind of unexpectedly, and we had to mm-hmm. suddenly stop down, rethink the show again. If you if you were to binge season nine, it's insane. It's like pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, and then post. So that's what happened. So last night, uh, almost in preparation to see you, and I, I, and I not, I'm a huge fan. I've seen like the first couple of seasons over and over again. Yeah. But then, like, I hadn't just with trying to survive the last year and figure out where I was gonna go. I hadn't watched season eight or nine, so I was like, "Let me watch nine And I'm like, "You're in it the whole time." But also, you see the behind the scenes, and all the guys are masked up. Yeah, I was, you'll see that. So I'm like the crew. So you're like, I'm like, oh, what? So in my mind, I know there's post production and it takes a while, but I'm like trying to figure out the time frame. Yeah, and we had a lot of those COVID rules stayed in place even till the end of season ten. You know, like it was, they were still being very careful. So like just to to go on set, you had you had to be tested a couple of days before, and then you still had to get rapid tested that day. If you're not on camera. You, you should be masked. You know right. what I mean? Like, so they were still really, really strict Where were you about shooting, it. John? We were shooting, I mean, for a show that shoots a lot in Manhattan, when COVID hit, we suddenly were in Jersey a lot. I figured it was pretty strict in Manhattan. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot easier for us to do stuff there. And, you know, um, uh, we weren't in parks and malls and stuff so much because everybody on camera had to be COVID tested so you can't just go up to a stranger in the mall. Oh, yeah. Right. right. So yeah. instead it's kind of like we're going to hire plumbers and, or whatever and tell them they're doing some job and then it requires they have to get tested to be in the building. Like it That's was good- so much more complicated. Right. 
during that time and you'd go you jump through all these hoops to get somebody to do all that and then you know Sal would walk into the room and they'd go Impractical Jokers and like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Well, that so person would, would yeah have to go home and you'd bring in the next one because wow. that, yeah. that was the wow. so, that was the thought I, I kept thinking I'm like That's a lot. when you talk to people everybody knows the show so I went yeah. and saw them live they, they showed like the outtakes mm -hmm. and they guys uh, I forget what season or what episode but everyone pulled up in the uh, white van like a creep oh and, yeah, and, and, and then yeah. Sal the, opened it get in and, the van and, and the lady yep. She wasn't even intimidated. She goes, oh, Sal. And he goes, all right, I got to go. And then pulls away. <laughs> yeah, it happened. I mean, that's the thing we're constantly up against. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, and when I you know, tell people that you're a writer and producer, everyone thinks that like that just naturally happens. You're like, no, like there's people behind the scenes organizing it and coming up with it and putting the right ingredients and people together, there's, the right scene, the right scenario, the right yeah. place. Yeah, there's so much. Like there's all different just locations and like getting – there's I, I, Jay Miller we brought up before. I know one of the things he didn't like about the job, what he would do on it is like he had to lie to people a lot. You know what I mean? Because people would think they're going to some event, some poetry reading or something like that. And he was a lot of times the guy that was putting on the fake event and getting people in there. And yeah, there's a lot, there's a, a lot bit. of that. People are responding to like Craigslist ads and stuff. The old fake until you make it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But so then that's, that's why you that's used to film a lot in Manhattan because it's so transient and tourists and people so that like that's uh, it that's where you kind of and people are in, uh just and nobody like, gives a crap about celebrities that's what i was gonna say yeah they're <laughs> yeah. busy so they got stuff to do so no one's really paying attention because they see celebrities all the time or just don't even notice yeah. yeah or you'll just get that like oh hey love the show and then they keep walking yeah 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 because i'm late i gotta yeah yeah i'm on a 45 minute lunch well we finally the, the cool thing about this last season is we were able to get like back out on the street back into parks back into malls Very and cool. stuff and it and it feels the show needed that yeah you know we got through that time and we were able to like come up with ideas that were covid friendly but right it feels so good to be out in public again so and, and it yeah. seems like uh when joe left the show too you guys bringing in like uh, more celebrities and more uh not celebrities but but guests well there is a celebrity guest every episode now right that's that's the new formula yeah um which has been cool i got to i got to meet alf <laughs> that, that, yes, that's one. Yes. Speaking of celebrity guests that are real, that's <laughs> awesome. did you bring him a cat to eat? Oh my! I wanted to. Yeah. Oh, that was that was what I mean. That was wild for me. That was one of those things where I just want to like get in a time machine and go back and tell myself as a kid, like you're gonna work without. <laughs> you can work at a time when nobody's working without. <laughs> <laughs> It was wild. since you're not up to anything. I got wild. a couple of questions. Dude, it was the it was the they said it was the original. They had just kind of had it like fixed up a little bit, but it was like the original puppet from the pilot episode. Amazing. And I got to kind of see the behind the scenes of it. They're very uh, that whole team is really secretive. It's almost like dealing with a magician or something. They don't want photos. They don't want what video. I? But I got to kind of see that whole rig and. Yo, so you didn't get to take a, uh, a picture with Alf. No, no, no. I got to just be in his presence, but there were no photos. Of, no Pure photos accolades. Just Dude, bragging about it. You don't even see him. When they bring him onto set, it's like he's completely covered. You'll never just see an Alf puppet lying around. Yeah. When, when you see Alf, he's, he comes to life. And you see him, and when they're done with him, he goes away. Oh, that's like great. no one experiences. They that. cover him with like a sheet. They or something? like literally like a trash bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's but it's awesome. a big deal. They, they're like very protective of it. They buy Alf his own uh, first class ticket to to, to fly. <laughs> they f like get a seat for the puppet. They won't even put him in like in any luggage. What? Or yeah, they have, he's incredible. in like a bag, but he has a seat in first class. 
Dude, you can't even say that with a straight face. That's incredible. <laughs> it was wild. Yes, yeah, so we got to work with some cool people and like David Cross, which was huge. Oh, that's for awesome. me. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, I got to do something with Michael Ian Black that hasn't aired nice. yet. And so there's been like some really I'm not always on set, but I got to interact with some really cool people. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been this unexpected version of the show. No one thought we'd have celebrity guests on, you know? Yeah. But it's fun. It's cool. And you get to get some uh, uh, airtime, obviously, which is cool. Yeah, which is uh, you know, I surreal. I think you know this. It's surreal, and it, I'm not. It's a thing on the show, but it's true. Like I don't love being on camera. Like mm-hmm. I've said no to things, and it drives them nuts. You got really <laughs> mad at me, really? Yeah, because I ref- they He's wanted, like, I don't get it. They wanted me to dress as like Gallagher in a bit. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. And yeah, you're like, like out of pure pr- pure principle. <laughs> yeah, furious. And he got he he really he gave me a whole a whole spiel about like selling out and how I should do it every chance. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Would you but have done right. Gallagher 2, though? Gallagher 2, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. Do you know what's so funny? So uh, <laughs> you talk. You just reminded me, too. Uh, uh, when I Before I had uh, this place, and before I opened up Soul Jules, I had the Valley Forge Casino. Yeah. And, yeah. and so Jay Miller, I had Jay Miller come, came down, and I put him on the show with Jackie the Joke Man okay. from Howard Stern. Yeah. So I'm obviously just trying to network and, and meet people and let them know what the, you know what's going on. Yeah. So obviously people know who Jackie is, sure. and you know Jay was a huge fan. So I said, hey, uh, Jackie, um, this is my friend Jay Miller. He's a writer and producer for uh, Impractical Jokers. Without hesitating, Jackie goes, great. What do you want me to do? Suck his? And I go, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Jackie, a little unnecessary. Like, not, not, well, that's that's the icebreaker. Like, I mean, it's just perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. And I go, all right, well, I'll leave you two alone. I'm going to go check the rest of these folks in, and uh, we'll start the show shortly. Jackie, good to see you again. I mean, my God. Oh, it's so funny. Do you ever get any weird reactions like that? Like, or like just crazy people that... Once, because like you're at you know water cooler talk, you're like, what do you do for a living? What just crazy with like other comics like that, or comics or, or, or other people? There's people. It's great when you meet somebody and they're exactly who you want them to be. Right. I mean, it's an old. I wasn't even. Uh, I wasn't even performing on the show. I was. I used to do like a lot of stagehand work and stuff oh, in this right theater on. on Staten Island. And uh, I met Pat Cooper. No, oh, rest in peace, right? And dude, oh, he was exactly who I wanted him to be. So like, I was, you know, I'm a stagehand. I was just going into the green room to like check on something, and I didn't know he was in there. And he's yeah. in there, and you know, there's all there's a whole spread of food, right? And, stuff. and right away, he's like, "Who the fuck are you?" Like he just like, but ex- exactly who I wanted him to be. And he's just like, he's like, "Ah, you know, I was." It. He's like, "Go ahead, take something. You're just gonna fucking steal it anyway." <laughs> like. All of this shit, but he like made sure everybody ate and everything. But he he was that guy the whole time. And I told him a story because my grandfather owned a bar on Staten Island. It was called Johnny's Bar and Grill. Okay, it's a uh, Denoy. Oh, na- now okay, at, okay, like the end of Victory. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, but that was my grandfather's place. And my grandfather told me when I started doing comedy that like he had one comedian perform in the bar, and it was Pat Cooper. Wow. And Get he had so many here. so many people in the town came out for it. That there was more room in the kitchen than the bar, so they. My grandfather set up seats in the. My grandfather always told us this is like great story. So Pat Cooper, I go. My grandfather had a bar on Staten Island. He said you did a show there, and he went. 
Is it when I performed in the fucking kitchen? <laughs> and I was like, yes, it was. The, he remembered oh, it. Oh, that's amazing. And for him, it was like, I got on a fucking boat. Or then I had to get on a bus. And it was like riding out to the middle of nowhere and everything. It was one, For him, it was one of these crazy nightmare gigs that my grandfather that said was, like, was one of my, his favorite like, so moments cool, in the bar. Wow. But I can't believe Pat Cooper, like, because he had to be in his 80s at that point, he right? Rem- and he still remembered, like, sharp as attack. A billion gigs you, in between. And right. he still remembered. That's yeah. amazing. You remember the bag? Gigs. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you buddy. do. You remember those? Or oh the, yeah. Or the weird ones, right? Right. right. Like, yeah, I'm sure he wasn't happy about being in the kitchen. And you don't. I always tell people, yeah. It's <laughs> not what you want to do a show. Yeah, you can't stand the heat. No, I didn't want to be in the kitchen in the first place. That was the problem. <laughs> Um, yeah, do you, well, I always tell people too, it's like you don't focus on the 200 people that are laughing. You focus on the one person who's not paying attention oh. or heckling or, or they have yeah. their arms crossed the or they have, they have a, <laughs> a prophet, a prophet beard. <laughs> yeah, you do. You fixate on that. Yeah. Yeah. How could you not? Right? That's all. I mean, that's why we're up there in the first place. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what's it like uh, work, just working with all your friends? Because people don't know, like, Half the cast is all guys you started with, like yeah. Know, well, it's like why, Jeff, it's, um, yeah, Casey, well, obviously. So Je- Jeff Sellis, who's the director of photography, Casey Jose, who's the director now, Joan Bergio, who's in the writers' room, uh, Jay Miller worked on the show. There, there's, I mean, there there are people on the crew. It's like the only place where like being from Staten Island is. It's like a good thing, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like oh, you're hired if you're from <laughs> Staten Island, but it's wild because we were we were doing shows like. At the back of Martini Red for yeah. free with that whole crew, Sal included. Yeah, you know, was a part of that and stuff and everything. So then to like still be working with them is is the best. Oh yeah, it's it's un it's unreal. Yeah, I, it's I, very cool. It's a cool thing about that show. It is cool. Yeah, and everybody helps each other out. Like Sal always like took care of everybody. Yeah, he did. Well, sim- similar to like what I was saying about you. Like when those, there used to be comedy shows at Cargo Cafe on Staten Island, that's where he was bartending. Yeah, same thing. He made sure everybody got fed. You know what I mean? It was like it goes a long way with comics. Where it's just like, and I didn't realize that that's where he met a lot of the comics too. Yeah, absolutely. Like Mark Norman, Chris Stefano, they all would come there to do a half hour first. It, it may have been Norman when we were like excited that Impractical Jokers got picked up, and and we were like, it's and he's like, which one is Sal? And we said who it was. He was like the fucking bartender. <laughs> <laughs> May have been him. No, that's a, that's a, that's a Norman thing that to say. Like, yep. yeah. Because Sal, comedy. Sal was Sal was not doing stand-up. He was part of the tenderloins, and they were doing sketch, and they were doing improv, and they were putting videos on YouTube, and they were hustling, and they were doing that. But like at those stand-up nights, he was he was the guy behind the bar. Yeah, yeah he was serving drinks. Yeah. Stand-up came after jokers he always wanted to when he talked to me about it a bunch yeah and it took him a while to do it and then it was cool when he was because he would like i would have him on shows that i was producing and stuff but he wouldn't want to promote i would never promote that he was on right so it was a cool experience for people who were there but you also know when you're producing a show you want to be like can i please tweet that you're doing this one you know but he was it's tough when you're already known for doing comedy on a show like that because then you come out and it's like stand-up is the new thing you're trying stuff out yeah and people are super excited to see you don't have a team i was talking to alan about that yeah like because he's in a band and i'm like would you perform solo he's like absolutely not 
Yeah, <laughs> well, you go. I got my guys. Yeah, right. it's a different thing. But now, now he's doing it, and Murr's doing solo shows, and Joe Gatto's out there doing solo stuff. It's it's been interesting it's to be see while them building your act while you're already super famous, like Sal. Yeah, I think it, it's it's tricky, right? On the, on the one hand, you have an advantage because they're cheering for you before you even start. But I right. think you've heard plenty of comedians say like that only lasts. Yeah, you that get, only lasts so long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you get like that five eight minute window. Yeah, like but, people get settled in, like they want to start hearing the substance. Mm-hmm. But Charlie great. Murphy. Yeah, yeah. The Chappelle show took off. Yeah, absolutely. He had never done stand up. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Then he's a headliner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah imagine. Yeah. So to to break the fourth wall, uh, you know, people always look over at me, or I start laughing. I told I tell everybody for different reasons because I see the facial expressions, um, and I, I constantly I have texting elbow because I never let, leave my phone down. People were emailing me while the show was going on asking what his name was. That's cool, man. Yeah, which is the reason why I went by Soldier because everybody can't remember what those white guys' names are <laughs> that are comics. And yeah. I'm like, and even though I said, give it up for John Zaluga, please welcome my friend John Zaluga. Who's going to type in S-Z? Yeah. Oh, that's and, the thing. And, oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know who's who has a last name that's spelled that way? Mm-hmm. Louis C.K. He doesn't use that last name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I, it's one of the, I do... Uh, I mean, whatever. It's what I've been performing as forever. But oh, it I is, thought you were going to say you regret it. I I sometimes regret not having like a stage name or, or simplifying the spelling because it Johnny is that Z. thing where like it's hard to f- <laughs> it's harder to find. Yeah, it's right. Fun. Yeah, it's harder to like look somebody up. Right. And of course, when you think about it, you're probably like, do I really want to be stuck with this weird name I just gave myself for the rest of my life too? The other end of it. That's it too. It's it's you tricky to. Ch- top? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do. You do. I do. Yeah. I want that money. Yeah, I want I that house. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd, sign, the, I'd like, sign the checks carried top. But people like, don't realize yeah. too, like on social media, like I tag them all, and I'm gonna post the pictures from tonight. I'll post a video, and I'll yeah. I'll tag them again. But people are in the moment. They're like, "No, nah, I just want to know his name. I'll email Joel." Well, thank you. That's really that's <laughs> that's that's very that's very cool. Yeah, this was fun. I mean, I'm I'm just now because the sh- Impractical Jokers is down. I'm I'm looking to get up there more. Yeah, because I haven't been doing that much. St- I never quit, but I haven't. I wasn't doing it a lot. Well, when you're wh- how, like, uh, walk us through like a typical day. Like you're probably on set for like when you're sh- when you're actually shooting. It's probably like a ten hour day, right? It depends. I mean, sometimes we're on set and those are long days. Other times we're just the writers are kind of in their own bubble doing stuff, and that show's just crazy. There's easy days. There's hard days. There's days where you write all day, and then you get an email or a call that's like the location fell through or the weather looks bad or whatever and suddenly there's a different bit that isn't written for and you're you know right sometimes it's a real scramble right so but it's fun i i i can't complain the crew is the one that they have to go to a new space every time and hide cameras and they're the ones that are up long before the sun they're you know what i mean like that's but to compare it with stand-up that's why you're not able to then be like oh i i have some time now let me write some bits and go and and hit a mic or or hit a show yeah because your schedule's too uh, unpredictable it's hard to guarantee that i can be anywhere and also and i have and i do have two kids at home uh, who are little, so it was just kind of like yeah you know shout out to christine you know shout out to christine <laughs> yeah yeah who's super support i mean she's the one that's his pushing, wife by the way she's been pushing me to do stand up <laughs> and she's and she's she says hello. Beard. She says hello. By the way. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because she was there since the the beginning. Yeah. She's heard days. all of our jokes multiple times. Oh, right. Yeah. She's really good at. Um, she does impressions of comics that that nobody knows really? from th- those days. Yeah. 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 Which is really funny. Like I'm talking like 2006 and stuff. Right. I won't name names. Right. But, but it, not know. to put anybody. De- but, but I know the two guys you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you, you definitely do. 
you definitely do. And it's, I it's, mean, it's what re- are we doing? It's really, it's really funny. Yeah. But she was one's in a, still in comedy, one's not. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them are still, and no, no, I, they're I, the people that are still doing it. And that's always amazing when you see somebody that like you saw doing comedy 15 years ago, and they're doing the same set and the buddy, same. I yeah. thought the pandemic was going to wipe a bunch of them out. Yeah, and they're the, the ones that are still hung in there. The, <laughs> they don't quit. Good for them. Whatever. It's fun. I, n- I never got into it thinking I was going to make money. I, I, I always, like, I wanted to make a living doing comedy just so I wouldn't have to do comedy after working all day. Do you know what I mean? It yeah, was yeah. just, like, the juggling of all of it. it. It's, I do comedy because I love it. Right. Um, and it was just like, man, it'd be nice if work and comedy were one and the same just because it's, it's well, exhausting. It's a lot. Yeah. That's one thing that I always appreciated about, uh, about Casey. Mm-hmm. Like, like when he, before he got the job and Impractical Jokers got picked up and he you know, became like the head writer and producer. And, dude, he, and director now. Oh, he directed <laughs> all of season 10. Yeah. Well, it looks like I have to, I yeah. have to touch up his resume. I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but he was hustling three jobs to like yeah, make sure. it, make it work. Like wow. waitering just, yeah. and, and, and also performing and stuff like that. Just, uh, you know, he, he had backup plans. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. We think this, this show is going to be on TV, but. <laughs> What if it doesn't? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's uh, it was, it's always a hustle. You always hustle. That was, yeah. you know, yeah. not everybody does. There was always those comics that are like, quit your job, move out to Manhattan, and I'm always just like, who is paying you? Like, what are you not telling me? Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Because like somebody's somebody's got to be funding <laughs> that endeavor. Yeah, I always had to work. Always had to work, and stand up was the thing you did after you made your money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, yeah. that's that's how it works, man. Yeah. But this was so much fun tonight. This what a great was, show! Dude, the oh, crowd was yeah. electric. Crowd was the booming. first like uh, show, like like joke that you hit. You got that so, big laugh. It feels so good. Yeah, yeah. five hundred fifty people <laughs> laughing at the same time. Five seventy. That was five seventy. Five seventy. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But five fifty left. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they were great. Yeah. They were absolutely great. This is a cool spot. It was hot, hot room, man. Yeah. It's a great room, just a, it was a room, too, right? Yeah, just the energy was right, like the whole thing. And it sounds good, like it's, for a big space, I was telling Joel, you could stand anywhere in there and it, it sounds here, good. Yeah, we worked out those kinks early on. That's not easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he, so uh, Alan, we, we met over the pandemic, okay. and he's been coming uh, every weekend. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I just I yeah. just came until he told me not to leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the way from Lancaster, like an hour, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Cool. And, and uh, my buggy. But he like figured out this the kill box from like uh, Bobby Kelly's uh, special having uh, audience on every side. So you hear that laughter and you're almost surrounded by it. Yeah. yeah have you seen side. Bobby's new special when Louis C.K. directed? I haven't watched it. Yeah. It's, I mean, no, you know, you got, it's, yeah. but, uh, just the setup in the room. Yeah. Like he's surrounded. We can't do 360 here, but he's surrounded 360, and they're close and tight. That's cool. And it, yeah, yeah. It was really, so we tried to replicate that here best we could. Well, good job. It, it sounds good because, you know, I, I've done some of those big spaces where you you hear your own jokes coming back at you, oh you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's rough. And I, I don't want that, and I'm, I'm glad that it's not. No, it's not. It was excellent. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. It was very cool. Thanks, very man. Very cool. Ah. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> so I got a question okay. for you. So okay. is there actually? A, I've always wondered this about like SNL and things like that. And uh, so for you, for Impractical Jokers, is there an actual writers' room that you guys get together in physically, 
Are you doing it at home and talking over Zoom? How does that work? It, so, there, I mean, we used to go into a room and mm-hmm. we had a physical writer's room. Yeah. Um, and then when the, when the pandemic hit, everything went remote. Mm-hmm. And we're still remote. Um, but the writers, you know, you, you do lose pros and cons, right? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's benefits to remote work mm-hmm. because there were those days where I would pack up my laptop, commute 90 minutes, mm-hmm. unpack it, put headphones on, write solo all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then go home. That was ridiculous. So wow. it's nice not having to leave. But then also there's there's a lot to be said about being in the room. So we, the writers, kind of on our own, try to get together mm-hmm. uh, almost unofficially. No one's asking us to. But, like, cool. you know, go into the city and try to at least, like, once or twice a week, either in a room or on set. Because okay. it's, it's good. It's just better for the energy. I don't. I never really adapted to Zoom, even though it's mm-hmm. like a regular part of my life. Now I never, me too, never liked it. Don't like having a camera on myself. That delay can kill. Oh, it kills comedy. This times where <laughs> I'll, you you pitch something and nobody laughs, and that that'll happen in a room. Mm-hmm. But in the room, you go, all right, nobody liked it. Yeah. On Zoom, you're like, did they hear it? <laughs> you right, know what right, I mean? Right. And sometimes you want to be like, because it's you don't want to be like. Did I cut out? And they're like, no, we heard no, you. No, we heard like, you. Right, right. bombed twice. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it, you know, it's, it's weird. But the cool thing is that, you know, I, like, I was home for dinner every night. I, you know, because yeah. before that, it was Monday through Friday. I didn't really, I didn't see my kid. I came home and everybody was in bed. I remember from the, yeah, and that's, yeah. that's what they are now. So my, my, you know, my son doesn't even remember the days where, I wasn't home. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So now when I go in once a week, he's like, "Why do you have to?" And I'm like, "Dude, you have no idea." That's wild, man. That that COVID year really did some interesting things. Yeah, it's 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 wild. And then you know, kids they're out of school like three o'clock. I'm still working till six p.m., seven p.m. So that's that's a tricky thing too, where it doesn't look like I'm working to them. Mm -hmm, Right. So I have my spot in the basement where I have to kind of hide out, and (laughs) that's how we do it. Yeah, Yeah. daddy work time. (laughs) Yeah, but it's good. It's cool. Um, and I don't know, you know, we'll see if there, if there is another season, if there'll be a writer's room or I have a feeling we'll continue to be remote just cause. Well, once people figured out they can do it. Yeah. It's hard to get anybody to come back right. and it's hard to convince anybody to like to pay to have a room in place too. It's a lot cheaper to have everybody. Yeah. Room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're meeting in Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I, if I had some guarantee that I would be like remote forever, I'd, I'd want to move out to the middle of the woods somewhere. I'd be done. I made sure I was close to a train yeah. so I could commute, and <laughs> nice. I don't use it. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. I, don't go, I don't go anywhere. <laughs> right on. Yeah. We moved into my house and, and had my daughter, and it was like just a few months before COVID hit. Right on. Yeah. Wow. So we were just doing it with – my wife was working from home, I was working from home, and we had the two kids in the house when wow. that went down. Wow. We did it. I don't know how we did it. Man. I was. I remember like changing a, a diaper while pitching an idea, and no one. I was really just like this, just like wiping a kid's ass <laughs> and pitching an idea. That's yeah, incredible, man. Wow, that's incredible. But it's a good thing. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool, man. That is. So I like. I like the hybrid model. I hope we can keep it that yeah, way. Yeah, dig that. Dig yeah. that. Yeah, I did switch from, I teach guitar for a living. Oh, okay. And, yeah. Uh, so, you know, 23 years at that point of doing face-to-face, you know. Yeah. This, you know, as far apart as we are. And, uh, and then all of a sudden now I'm doing, dealing with delays and, you know, playing an electric guitar through an amp over Zoom sounds really bad. <laughs> so uh, it was, uh, it was a tricky to adapt. Yeah, man. Probably had to change a lot of those settings, right? To start oh. filtering all that stuff and automatically. I'm useless. 
I'm used oh, to. Yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't even know there were settings to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Those settings are all great for people who just want to talk to each other. Right. But the second you're trying to do anything else, yeah. it's yeah, it's cutting all that stuff. It sounds out. brutal. Yeah. And it's rough not be like for guitar lessons. You want to be able to like, at times I would imagine like. You reach over and yeah place a finger help with a finger Absolutely. placement whatever yeah it was yeah. tough it was it was definitely not ideal you know it was uh, it was the best option so we did it but are there people now who prefer like getting lessons over zoom not one believe it or not okay yeah, yeah. which surprised me i thought there might be some people that you know because some people took longer to get back out in the world yeah, and sure. stay home longer or whatever you know what i mean yeah, you know, yeah. they took the whole COVID thing and uh, i thought there would be some people but no everybody no. wanted to get back to in person as soon as they as i was wow to do it. i mean yeah. i mean to me that makes sense for for that yeah yeah i thought there'd be a an oddball or two that would might want to but no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well because now especially now it's that option for people right. i know my wife who works in schools we were talking about there were there was no snow this year for us which was weird but yeah. i was like i was like ah it's like you're not going to get any snow days and she was like She's like, I don't know if snow days are a thing anymore. Yeah, right. Because that might just be it snows a lot, and then everybody has to get to your Zoom. jump on a Zoom. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, oh, that sucks. Poor kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's not cool. Maybe yeah. they'll never know the joys. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. So, is it another thing? Uh, is this is it true that you're taking a year off of drinking? I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nights like this, it sucks. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I knew I wanted to get back into stand-up, and that was part of the decision, too. Cause okay. like, I typically, Joel will tell you, I would not get on stage without knocking a few right back. On. I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, usually a couple, like, scotches, and, mm. and usually one in my hand when I was up there. Right on. Yeah, that was always the way. So this is, uh, it's different for me. But it's good, you know. I, I don't think it's forever, and a year is a lot, but... Uh, I don't know. Just going for it. I love it, man. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, it's it's a like I said, nights nights like tonight. It's a challenge. Right on. I right want on. a beer so bad tonight. No, well, listen, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a much of a drinker, but I am a big weed man. Oh, okay. And because we were filming the, uh, the doing the podcast tonight, I didn't take my normal edible. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I have I have not given that up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, nice. but but yeah, nothing here. It's, same thing, man. It's when I get home, it'll be. Uh, I got these uh, these things they're called snoozeberries these edibles. Snoozeberries. Yeah, I don't know well, something like, we got like, you know this, we got our dispensaries <laughs> in Jersey now. Yeah, so it was like THC and some other is it CBN or something C now? CBD? It's not CBD. Not it's what? another one of these things they're CBN? Yeah, I think that's what it is. But I don't know, they 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 help me. Yeah, man, I love edibles. I do. Yeah. You know Rick Simpson oil? No. You heard of that stuff? Come <laughs> when I first got my my card in PA, it's medical yeah. here. So uh I got on the website for the closest dispensary, and I was like a kid in a candy store. Like, oh, I want this, I want this, I want this. Yeah, yeah. And then I flipped to a thing, and there's a picture of a syringe. I was like, people booting up and leaving. You know what I mean? Like, I, no <laughs> yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I never did heroin because I don't like needles, you know? And <laughs> it's the only reason. <laughs> and, um, and I was like, what the hell is this? And so it's a, it's a plastic syringe filled with this sort of gooey, liquidy viscous sort of uh weed goo okay and rick simpson invented this stuff and it supposedly cured his wife of skin cancer or something right but really it's really good if you put a bob of it on a trisket wow okay yeah. i haven't seen that yeah you get a syringe filled like for 40 bucks here and it'll it'll get you a pie for 10 comedy shows wow yeah, yeah, yeah. all right i gotta check that out yeah, rick simpson oil nice <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I, I found I found uh, a dispensary by me has um, Jack Herrer, the 
Like, have you had that strain? No, huh? It's one I I had it for the first time a couple years ago from like a friend who got it from his dealer, and it it sucks when you fall in love with something like that, and then it's just like Back couldn't then find it again. Right, could, right. You know, you get what you get, yep. and that's it. And then it's like there's a there's a place in Bloomfield, New Jersey, that tends to have it, and it's just for me, that's I'm just the best on that. See, I love I have my, mine is Cushman's. Oh, I haven't had that. Yeah, okay. Cushman's is the one for me. That you is that like sativa indica? Is indica it a it, well, it's an indica leaning hybrid. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I'm I like the body buzz. You know. Gotcha. I'll do okay. a sativa for the show, or if yeah. I'm going out. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. once I hit that couch, I'm all indica. Yeah. Well, that was it. I the only reason I ever start because I I didn't smoke pot in my my teens. I didn't smoke in my twenties. I right came on. to I came to it late, and I came to it. Uh, for looking for help sleeping oh dude big for that yeah yeah big for that yeah and i, I was uh in, in the poconos with with some friends and i remember sitting in a chair and i smoked and then i just i woke up the next day it was like 10 hours later in the same spot like i hadn't moved i mean i passed <laughs> out yes because i have some real issues sleeping right on right on yeah and that was that was a game changer for me it's yeah. huge man yeah because i've been yeah. you know that's one of the reasons i do it you know, that's yeah. why I've been doing it forever. You know, yeah, it yeah. really helps the sleeping. You know? Yeah, that's big. Yeah, and you're right. Tonight is one of those where, like, yeah, I'm all I'm all screwed up. I had I had coffee. I didn't I didn't have any of my edibles. It's yeah. show adrenaline if you're anything like me. I'm good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's, I mean, you know, just uh, you know, we we play a show. Gavin's in my band off camera over there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, we'll be done at midnight. I won't get to sleep until well after dawn, after the lights out, sun's up. Yeah, you know what I mean. I get that. Yeah. I get the same way. Right yeah, on, right yeah. on. You ride that. Yeah, Joel and I were talking about similarities and differences between comedians and musicians. Sure. You know I mean? Yeah, I think there's a lot of similarities with that stuff. It is. It, yeah, yeah. It's it's really interesting because I know a lot of comedians that want to be musicians, and I know a lot of musicians that want to be comedians. It's kind of this yeah. back and forth Absolutely. respect, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then every now and then you get the ones that do both, which is which is cool. Yeah, 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 man. No, it's a it's a neat thing. One other thing I wanted to ask you to, sure. go, to take a turn here is um, Joel stories from back in the day. I know a few people that come out here that would kill me if I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Just work, like how he was, because like, he started promoting from almost the time he stepped on stage. From what he tells me, always, always. I mean, it was just uh, I. I have nothing but good things to say about yeah, Joel. Yeah. He was always good to me, and he and a great eye for comedy mm-hmm. too. So you know, like I, I met. You know, through Joel, met and got to perform on shows like he mentioned Nate Bargatze, but you know, Giannis Papas and Julian McCullough, and just I, he just uh, there were comedians that I saw for the first time because Joel was booking them, and he just I don't know, he could just spot that in people. He's got like a he's he's got a good eye for talent, no doubt. Also, man. yeah, that's and any any hustles, man. He gets he's people a out. He's, yeah. But it's exciting to see him do this here with like a crowd that size and it's a beautiful thing isn't it, it yeah it's awesome and He's, it makes sense i mean it's it's like the natural progression for him you know yeah yeah yeah. it really is because yeah. it was like it literally i mean he'll tell you we met in like basements and stuff and it was like dive bars and stuff and then you know uh it was a, a comedy club on staten island which was you know <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> That's yeah awesome. But Joel, uh, I've I've been through a lot with Joel. Yeah. That's so cool, man. Yeah, because yeah, cool. well, I met him. The he did the um, you know how you know the whole pandemic story. Obviously, I'm sure. Yes, the, you know yeah. the Royersford and yeah, nobody's doing anything anywhere. And he does that 20, 28 straight day comedy festival in August, starting August first of twenty twenty. Yeah, and I I was I'm a big Tuesdays of Stories guys. Mark oh, or shit. Joe List yeah, and Mark yeah. Norman. Yeah, absolutely. And I wouldn't have never heard about it if I didn't listen to that podcast. And because Joe List was day one of that festival. 
And I was like, I don't know who this is, so who this Soul Joel guy is. I, again, was surprised like many people to find out he wasn't black. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I get down there for the show. I meet him. And 30 days later, my band is opening up for Jim Brewer. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the kind of guy Joel is, you know what I mean? And he's the rarest of all unicorns and honest promoter. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, I really, I, I, tonight was, I really texted Joel about something else. And found myself booked on that. He was telling me this. He was crazy. Right away, just like, what are you doing next Friday? <laughs> like, just like that. And I was like, Joe, I'm not even asking for a spot. Because I hadn't talked to him forever. I really was just like, how's it going? I had a thing I wanted to run by him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. was just, just like, yeah, right away he's got me booked. It's so cool, man. It was great. Yeah, yeah man. I just kept coming show into shows until he put me on a podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Joel's the best. Yeah. It's cool. He did the, the Staten Island Comedy Festival. It was like a thing he was running for a while. And it was, he's just, he's done a lot. Yeah. I've heard some tales. And it's cool seeing different comedians come in. And the show is is a very unique experience because they're going to interact with Joel sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like uh, Giannis. Yeah. Um, uh, probably about a year ago now, I was doing a show in Jersey for Joel. And uh, his special had just come out. And so Joel knew the act and he knew when it ended. You yeah. know what I mean? So he yeah. was scooting up to get ready get to go ready. out and do the end thing. And uh, and Giannis looks at him when he hit that last that last bit and goes, I'm not done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he proceeds to tell 15 minutes of stories about Joel in the old days and this road gig uh, where they went to Pittsburgh great. to his grandfather's old age home. Yeah. The grandfather yep. took the mic and did his own show. I mean, you know what I mean? There's all these great stories, man. It's priceless. Yeah. He, he's. I'm trying to, trying to think of... I, there was something that was just in my head, and I blanked on it with Joel. Shit, long day. Sorry, this isn't Dude. this isn't good podcast material. Me trying to think of something. All good, bro. All good. We're good. Um, That's why we can edit. <laughs> I just had something, and I'm blanking. I'm sorry. No, no worries, man. No worries. What was it? Something about the festival. I mean, there's stuff. I don't know what I can get into sometimes <laughs> right 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 <laughs> anything he doesn't approve will be chopped <laughs> no i mean because i like i i know i was i was there with joel and we like helped break up a fight between a comic and an audience member and, oh see now that's an interesting part of joel yeah because he's such a nice guy you know what i mean like the nicest guy you'll ever meet mm -hmm. but my man has has a serious backbone when it comes to that oh kind yeah of stuff. when like, somebody and it, it happens that at very these shows quickly. and you need somebody like that and and you know he was doing shows at this this place called the looney bin on staten island and there's no security. Mm -hmm. it was, you know what I mean? It was Joel and it was like a couple like waitresses <laughs> and a comedy show. Somebody started getting out of line. And this was the comedian went after oh, wow. a heckler. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It was like that. Oh, and, man. and suddenly you're in the back and you're like breaking up a fight and stuff <laughs> and everything. Yeah. I mean, wow. it was, we had some of those shows and Joel was in that moment. It's like he's security too. Yeah. It's <laughs> amazing, man. Yeah. We just. He just told a story on the podcast the other day, so I won't say the whole thing again or anything, but uh, he had to confront a dude on a Harley and Rofo, and we were both there. It was the Jim Brewer day when we opened up for Jim Brewer. Yeah. So we were there really early setting up, and this dude came and started giving him crap. And I went over, we went over to make sure he was all, everything was cool, and as soon as he started talking, I was like, He's good. He's good. <laughs> He's yeah, good. And then the guy no, he... slinked away on his Harley. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, that's stuff that always, it's going to happen. Yeah, man. But you, yeah. you add booze and, right. and, and, you know, people are cracking jokes and sometimes going at the crowd and it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's priceless, man. Yeah. I, I'm fascinated by how you guys deal with that kind of stuff. You know, it's, a, it's so fascinating to see the different ways people approach it, how it gets done. You know? And it's, de it's, it's, a delicate, it's a delicate thing. 
Yeah. Because, you know, I, I remember there was a lady early, one of the, it was early on one of the first shows I was doing. A lady was like on her phone, like trying to give her friend directions to the place while I'm doing my set. And then literally said, can you tell my friend how to like how to get here? Like she asked me to get on the phone. Are you sure? And tell the friend how to, the how to get to the show. <laughs> and I turned on her thinking like the crowd's going to be with me. And man, I I turned that whole room again. I no, was you're the, the enemy. Oh, man. And I was hosting. That's brutal. So it's like, oh, great. so you're back up. Yeah, every... I'm going to come up every seven <laughs> to ten minutes and you're going to hate me the entire <laughs> night. So it's that lesson and just like you got to you got to get the rest of the audience. Like you, they have to be on your side and they kind of have to be the the, the one to. They have to shut that person down. Yeah, like that's that. that's really the the move. That's amazing. But yeah, that's stuff is tricky and it's you just have to learn how to handle it the best you can. Yeah, but That's wild. Yeah, you can turn everybody on you. Cuz they they just saw it as this nice lady who's trying to bring a friend. Right, exactly. Yes. And I'm yes. A dick now not. you're yeah, why well, you're the one that won't help their friend get there. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Not yep. she's not the lady that interrupted your carefully planned set. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, that was the that was the Village Lantern. That was the same place where I met Joel. Oh, right on. Yeah. Right on. And that was some shit shows there, man. It's amazing. There's one time I went up. I was like, I think I was the last comic to go up, and there were five people in the audience. And the comic before me finishes. They're introducing me. Table of four gets up and leaves. <laughs> the one guy stays. And I got. I remember I got off the stage and sat at the table and did my act for one guy. That's yeah. incredible. And it was really like you're perf- at that point you're performing for the comics at the back. Yeah, of the totally, room. man, totally. Yeah, but that was that spot. It, oh, there was a, a, a mouse got on stage and just sat in front of a comic once. Just sat in front of him. <laughs> I don't remember who the comedian was, but just looked down and went, you fucking kidding me? To the mouse. And then the mouse just like scurried off. People are eating. That's hilarious. It was like they were eating dinner watching a comedy show. Did he crowd work the mouse a little? A, a little bit. <laughs> Prices, yeah. dude. But a lot of, and that was it. Joel was, Joel was doing those same shows with me. Yeah. That's amazing, man. Yeah. yeah. As a musician, we don't, you know, we just, we can, we're louder than anybody is going to be in the crowd. So if there's anybody that's a problem, we just start playing. Yeah. You know, we don't have to worry about it. That's a different, I was wondering that now that I'm getting back out there, it's, I was kind of wondering about hecklers and what it's going to be like now. Cause I think it's, I think it's worse now. And I think it's, it's social media is what's doing it yeah, because yeah. all these comedians feel like they have to keep putting up content, content, content. And they're putting up crowd work because they don't want to burn material. That's exactly it. Yeah. They don't want to burn material or they already burn their material. Right. And, they, and it, so they're going to crowd work, but they're, they're posting videos of people heckling them and how they handled it. And they're doing it so much that they're training audiences, especially younger audiences, right. and people who haven't gone out maybe in three years. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we got to go to a comedy show and yell at the guy. And you know what I mean? It's oh, like, it's, dude, check this out. So I was in the bathroom right before we started. Yeah. And I'm at a stall. The guy beside me is talking to his buddy. One guy says, why do you say that? I don't know what he said. I don't know which guy he was. Okay. But um, the other guy says, well, it was quiet. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of thing going through the brain. Yeah. It's So I, I, I don't know. I'm just starting. And tonight, was, I, I, I didn't have any issues tonight. This was cool. But like, I, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see as I'm getting out there more now what that's going to be like. And Were you there for Ben's interaction with, uh, uh-huh. was, was it Ed? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Joel, and, you know, Joel eventually had to step in and say something to an yeah. audience member tonight. Yeah, yep. sure. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's always been a part of it, but I don't like how it it feels like the comedy community is like encouraging it. I, I hear what you're saying for sure, for sure. And it, it just it drives me nuts. It's like I I don't I don't know because I'm somebody that like good luck finding stand up 
me doing stand up online because I, I to me it's like I don't want to put something up unless it's perfect. Right, right. I get that. I don't want to do crowd work. I don't want to do me trying stuff out. And I'm not up there to make reels. Right, right. You know what I mean? I want you to sit and like see my whole set. I don't want you to watch 30 seconds of it. I don't want to chop it up. I don't want to. Yeah, that whole short attention. That's span. why nobody knows who I am. And I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't like the new rules. But <laughs> it's it, wild because there's comedians I've never heard of that have 30 million followers on TikTok and things like that. Oh, sure. Buddy of mine told me, like, have you ever heard of this guy? I said, no. He's 39, 30 million followers on TikTok. And that's huge. Yeah. Now. yeah. I mean, I know with uh, different friends of mine who've worked on, like, different TV shows and stuff, when they're casting now, it's it's not even about, like, auditions anymore. Like, they're literally looking at how many followers somebody has. And some of these people don't necessarily make the transition to TV or long form. Well, or just because you have a video that blows up and maybe you do a you make do a funny dance in your kitchen to some James Brown song doesn't mean you have you can carry a TV show. Yeah, <laughs> or you're just you're the best at your your format, whatever it is that you're doing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I know, I know somebody who worked on another hidden camera show that uh, didn't and ended up not seeing the light of the of day. It was it was like a Netflix thing, mm -hmm. but there were no comedic performers. There was nobody who's done hidden camera or pranks it, it was just these sort of like instagram like models and tiktok personalities with like a huge following and the whole thing flopped that's so strange yeah of course because it's not gonna yeah they're not gonna bring anything to it and they were just hoping to get those followers in and i'm like those people aren't watching tv shows probably they don't even own tvs those people <laughs> i think you no. know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah so it's, it's i don't know it's a but it's a fun time for comedy right now. i feel really good about oh I mean, everything. Everything is now. Everybody's sort of recalibrating and responding to all of this stuff, and, and I'm hear, excited for it. You hear about the different booms over the different times, like the '80s had the big, the initial one in the '70s, then it died out for a little bit, then the '80s, and all these different things, right? But yeah. it seems to have been in a pretty good, steady upward lift for a long time now, which is pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, you know? I, I think good things are happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. Yeah, Coming out of everything we just came out of, it's the, yeah, it's the best time for it. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, when I was rolling into to Royersford to see Soul Joel shows with, yeah. in a sand pit where, you know, the closest person to me is over there somewhere, you know what I mean? And we're trying to figure out how to get it done. And all the comedians are like, I haven't done this for a while. You know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, and yeah. uh, if they're doing it in New York, they're doing it there. They, it's commando. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, it was it was fascinating. And seeing everybody come back from that. And yeah. It's, it's stronger than ever, I feel like. I think so. Yeah. 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 It's That's pretty cool. cool. Very cool. Well, that feels like a wrap to me. How do you feel, John? I feel good. My man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's a that's a wrap for uh, Bring Him Out with Soul Joel. Uh, we'll go find Soul Joel now. Yeah. <laughs> bring Him Out without Soul Joel. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. Right on, good brother. meeting you. Thanks for it. Yeah, it was a real pleasure, yeah. man. Thank you, guys. This is cool. All right. Well, uh, I'm back. <laughs> Welcome back. And we're rapping. <laughs> Uh, and now for the rest it's, of the show. It's where, uh, yeah, uh, that's the, the the finance everything, man. Trying to juggle too many hats and uh, this is a little insight of what this guy does to get yeah. the shows going. You come to a show well, out here. This is what happened earlier. You know, John and I hadn't seen each other since right before the pandemic mm, yeah. started, and so he's sitting there. I notice he's standing there. I check four people in, and I'm like, one second. And then I, I after the fourth person, he's like. It's not going to be one more second. <laughs> yeah. And he just started walking around. It's like, I'm like, John. I was like, then I was like, I'm, I, I sent my stepdad over. Big help. And then showed him the green room. I'm like, oh. I love it, dude. Well, yeah. everybody that know, you know, we know yeah. that 
especially show night, yeah, uh, you don't have conversations with Soul Joel. You have phrases that eventually right. get continued. Yeah, <laughs> that I can understand. Yeah. Well, one guy right before I went on, we're standing there, and a guy actually asked me, uh, "Who's the band playing afterwards? What do I think about them? Um, what's the other band that played two weekends ago?" And I looked at him like, "I'm sorry." And he goes, "No, I know you're busy." I go, "No, I'm about to go on stage." Like it's not it's not about busy. Right. It's I'm trying to get my own thoughts together. Yeah, and then yeah. because I talked to that guy, I forgot to in, to introduce the band after the show. And that's why I had to do it <laughs> in got, between got, John it in. and you Brendan. Got it in. Yep. And I say to, I said to Gavin when you're walking right when right when you were walking up on stage, I was like, I don't know how he does that shit. Cuz when my band we do our we set up our shit, then we have Whatever time is left, half an hour, or whatever, to yeah. just sit around and do nothing. Yeah. You know, we might talk to some friends that are at the gig or whatever, but that's it. You're running around dealing with 47 different things. You probably booked three shows tonight, you know what I mean? And yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like, then you got it, then you walk right up there and it's like go time. Yeah. You know, it's wild, bro. It's really cool to see. Uh, well, John, thanks so much for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And uh incredible. Friday, March 31st. Yeah. They're going to be here. It's the staff oh, infection, for that, man. which is hilarious. Uh, that, that's <laughs> that what you guys call awesome. it. Yeah, the staff it's, infection. Yeah, it's, I mean, that, that started before me. That used to be a regular thing we did in Manhattan. It has not happened since before the pandemic, even a while before that. Yeah. And we had a bunch of regulars that used to come out. So I know some people, some fans are like very excited. Yeah. There's a girl out there with a staff infection tattoo. No. That's, that's true. That's killer. She got the tattoo, and then we like stopped doing the show. <laughs> Oh yikes! I actually sent her a message. I really did, just to be like, because I just I wanted I wanted her to feel better about her that's tattoo. Great, well, that, that's the reason we're doing the show. That's great. <laughs> I told I told the story uh, to I think this is why uh, I, I didn't except for that one post I hadn't really announced the show. Yeah, and we sold like six tickets, and a lady that uh, bought tickets for Brewer uh, couldn't go because she was going on vacation, which. Okay. Pay attention to the dates. Right. Yeah. And she goes, hey, can I use my, da- my, my tickets for the Impractical Jokers? I said, if you didn't know about it, how'd you find out? She goes, oh, everybody's talking about it in the Impractical jo- Jokers uh, Facebook group. That community is like, they're, they're great. Yeah, like they're, yeah. 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 None of us promoted it. They just no, found out about it. There's a guy who, uh, he listens to my podcast. He's a big IJ fan. He's a f- shout out to Fart Guy. He's the far- he, calls, he calls and leaves fart- farts on our voicemail for us. <laughs> who doesn't? But Fart Guy was like, is it okay if I share this on like an I- like the IJ fan pages? I was like, yeah, go for it. You know, and he was one of the guys just getting out there, putting it places. And like, yeah, that community is awesome like that. Shout I think it's gonna, it's gonna be guy. a f- shout out to Far Guy. <laughs> Far Guy's, Guy's the best. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Not far from here. He's a, he's like a Philly guy. Okay. Yeah. So he'll probably be there. I, I hope so. Dude, so far we haven't sold any tickets in the surrounding area. Okay. <laughs> Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. North Jersey. Yeah. And Syracuse. That one. I, Dog. I, that's a that's a hike. Some, wow. Something tells me that person, they them, he her, might have a tattoo. Might. <laughs> There's some, a tattoo. Something's yeah. going on. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We just need people to buy tickets within six hours of here. Between here and there. And we'll add a second show. Okay. All right. All right. John Zaluga, Alan Hill, our producer Jesse. I'm Soul Joel. I'm sorry I was late. <laughs>